106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our Lady of Blessed Acceleration, don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. Had a great first hour of Fix It Radio. Dennis Brewster with me today. In studio with me now for Drive Radio, though, Paul Lumberger, our insurance agent, with us today. We'll be talking to Paul about all things insurance throughout the next three hours. If you got questions for Paul, be sure to let us know. Steve Horvath from Geno's Auto Service with us as well. Steve, I think it's you. Every time you get here, it gets colder. Colder, yeah. I dressed for it. Yeah, it just, it's, <laughs> the temperature just, just drops, already yeah. dropped. So anyways, we're... I'm bringing, jo- bringing the night, I'm, I'm night chill in with me. It's just the way the HVAC <laughs> no, works, but it, it gets chillier. So, all right, question of the day. This is in honor of uh, producer Ann. She gave me this idea. Name a vehicle that was truly the best until they made a new model and screwed it up. Okay, so give us that vehicle that was truly a great, solid vehicle that you loved and enjoyed and they came out with a new version of it and screwed it up. 303-477-5600. There's a lot of these, by the way, but give us what yours is or what comes to mind. And again, any insurance question, please let us know. Paul, real quick, I did have somebody text uh, through Fix It Radio, and we can talk about this again because there's people that switch over from one to the other, and I realize that, and some that just join us uh, for Drive Radio. The umbrella policy, I know we just covered that a moment ago. But somebody said, hey, I've got that with Paul, and could you explain that to everybody else a little more thoroughly so they fully understand what an umbrella policy does, including how this works on the auto policy and so on. So you've got your underlying limits on your home and auto, rental properties and so forth, and it's your liability limits. So if you've got on your auto your BI bodily injury, you've got 250 per person, 500 per accident, and you're driving down the street and you get in a bad car accident, the most that insurance company is going to pay out is the 250000 for each individual hurt in the car, but it's capped at 500000 for the total accident. The umbrella gives you that million dollars or $2 million or $3 million on top of that coverage. So you have a $250,000 policy and you have a $300,000 claim for one individual that you hit. They've been in the hospital, time away from work, physical therapy, that stuff. If you don't have the umbrella, that's out of your own pocket that 50,000 that's so on you you've got you know a lawyer knocking on your door with a lawsuit you're paying for legal fees court costs you're taking time off of work to fight all this well with that umbrella the insurance company's doing all that stuff for you so now you've got 250,000 plus a million on top of it so once the 250s reached that next $50,000 claim that's against you or lawsuit the million dollars is going to protect your assets your 401k savings account because the insurance company's fighting on your behalf. And for those of you listening, uh, please uh, trust me when I say this. As somebody that's been in business for a very long time and has dealt with numerous issues insurance-wise because of the nature of what I do, not the automotive side, but the other business that I do and the nature of what we do, uh, everything Paul just said, 
I fully understand, I fully get, and I can tell you right now that uh, the best way to fend off the ambulance chasers, and yes, they are out there, the best way to fend them off is to be insured well with a really good, solid, high-quality company because what happens is, and Paul can attest to this, is when somebody, lawyer, sees A, who you are, they know your net worth, but then they start looking at the insurance side of it and start talking to your insurance company. And if you've got a really good top quality insurance company with really great top quality lawyers, because that's who's going to represent you, Mm -hmm. by the way, typically you'll never see the light of day of court because the majority of that stuff is settled out of court because that's the way that system works. Now, there are going to be cases where you do go to court, and I've had to do that as well. But again, if you've got all your ducks in a row and you've got the right insurance company and the right policy and everything's written correctly, you know, your your risk of exposure personally is darn near nil if you do everything else correctly on the front side. That's the way this works. Did I say that correctly? Perfect. Okay. I actually have a family member that act- activated the umbrella policy. And in that, in, in her personal case, it, uh, it really satisfied the person that was yes. hurt. And even though, you know, I mean, everybody's in... Well, should get something or right. you know they're entitled to something like you say it. in a commercial but at the but end it saved her it, assets you saved her assets and it was enough money to satisfy them without without them it pursuing. going farther yeah and so it actually stopped it there that's and helped the and key. that was a that was a biggie that's that, the key that, that was a big one when yeah. i was just being part of that watching that that's happen. the key so well, folks we always have me. that that the guy calling is it from wyoming, wyoming that his grandson got in that car accident and the then the granddad yep. lost everything everything Passed away with nothing to his name. Because of the grandson's accident, yep. driving his car. Great ex- great, great answer, by the way. John and Cheyenne, you're next. What's going on? Or you're first today in Drive Radio. What's going on, John? Hey, good. Um, first things is I wanted to thank Paul again. He hooked us up last month and gave us this great policy, and I'm saving a fortune. So, awesome. John, thanks for that. And you're Paul, welcome. thanks for all your help. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, John, my, my 11 Ram. Okay. Remember back in 19, I hit a bump the wrong way and snapped the front strut? Yes. Okay. So that was the left side, and I did it myself, and I did all the work, new lower A-arm. You know, you remember. Yep. The only thing I didn't do was the sway bar links and bushings because money was tight, and I didn't have it. Okay. Okay. So the right side I had done because it was November, December, and it was just too cold to do it outside. I paid somebody. Now, would worn-out sway bar bushings and links cause the forks on the strut to snap again? Probably not. Okay. Probably so, not. Okay, so I'm, I'm doing the sway bar links and bushings. I jack it up. I pull the tires off to do the sway bar links because it's easier. Right. You know, with the thumb on you, right? And the forks are snapped on the one that I paid to have done two years. What could cause that? Because the one I did was perfect. So I'm sorry, I'm having a little trouble following you on the fork. So the shot strut comes down and kind of makes a U, then bolts up. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah, it's got the two okay. forks and it bolts to the little control okay. on. So it goes snapped. snapping there. I wonder, is yeah. there, there's got to be a design failure or something. I, it, there's too much load on that kind of a thing. But you would think everybody would be having that problem. What, do you, what right. brand did they use? Any idea, John? Well, we used Napa's because what I did is I had bought parts to do it originally. So okay. I used the Napa on both sides. 
And then the guy who did it, I said, listen, I was going to do it myself. It's too cold. He goes, I'll just charge you for the labor, and I use Napa parts anyway. So, hmm. yeah. They're, they should Are they fully warrantied? They should be. I don't know. What's the length of the Napa warranty? Typically like? lifetime. Yeah. Well, I mean, I it's not not a solution. What, why it's happening? Yeah, but yeah, at least yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Steve. Yeah, yeah that doesn't, you doesn't answer little the bit, why, but, <laughs> but it does answer the. You can get that replaced for free as far as the part goes. Well, here's the thing. It ha- I figured it out last Saturday, and the Na- my Napa where I had bought the old ones was closed, and the only Napa that was open was down in Millican, and I went down there and just got the parts because I wanted to get the truck back on the road. Still no warranty. They'll still reimburse you for what you paid. That's not a problem. They'll reimburse it, so i got to go to the Napa I bought it at. Not necessarily. Yeah, I think anyone will be fine, as long as you have your proper receipts and yeah, everything. You should be fine with that. Yeah. That's the problem, is I can't <laughs> find the receipt for it. <laughs> uh, so, the original receipt. Now, yeah, the one I bought it at, shouldn't they have it in the computer? Yes. Yeah. I had to order a new one. Yes. Yeah, how close are you with them? I mean, are they pretty good friends with them, where they'll work with you a little bit? I'm not, I've worked with them, you know, they're just... They're the local Napa store. There's yeah, they should be able to help you. In. Yeah, they'll, you ha- they'll need a part number. It will help yeah. them the most. They'll have they'll have records of it. Yeah. They know how many times they so sold I already got a new one. I already got a new one on. I got it all put back together. Now, I'm just trying to figure out what would cause that. Would him either over or under torquing that, uh, a, you know, the bolt that mounts? No, I don't think anybody could there. make it do that. No. I. So do you live on a dirt road, hard roads that just beat the heck oh. out of it? Unimproved goat path. <laughs> I think it's more just your terrain and where you're at, John, and the fact that now it's, is that is that the which side, drivers or passenger? Passenger. Yeah, uh, and, and typically for those of us that drive, all of us, by the way, typically the passenger side takes more abuse because you can't see it as well as you can the driver's side. So typically, it's going to hit things that the driver's side is not hitting. All right, and then okay, so I I did replace the 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 bushings and the uh, sway on. Yeah, I mean that's good to do. Period, but really it, that's yeah. too unrelated. That wouldn't. No. Okay, so it's just one of those things. Yep. And that was what was. Remember, I called you a little couple months ago about it was rolling. That's it. That's what had Makes to be sense. causing it. Because Makes it, sense. Yeah, but it <laughs> dropped. And I got lucky here. I'm lucky I'm not dead. Is it dropped straight down on top of the upper, uh, lower control arm and just sat there? It didn't come off. Perfect. So the front end oh, fully dropped. Perfect. Huh? That's good. So, yeah. And, of course, why I had to take it apart, I'm looking at it, and the upper ball joint was torn, and the tie rod end had a tear in it, too. So I replaced both of those while I had it apart. Did they do ball joints when they did the struts the last go around? Because that'd be the only other thing I could think of that would put additional str- additional stress on the strut is if yeah, the ball joints well, were worn out. We we did lower ball joints because we put new A arms in and they come with lower right. ball joints, but we didn't do upper. That'd be the only other thing that might contribute to that, John, is if the ball joints loose on the upper end. And again, that's I'm 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 shooting in the dark because I, I honestly okay. typically that typically right. what you have have happen doesn't happen. Right, and I, you know, the, the ball joint had a tear in the boot, so it was time to replace it anyway. Right. So, you know, I did it. Why well, I had it apart? You know, one of yep. the things I got it apart makes sense. Do all of it. Once. Sure. <laughs> all right. Well. Okay. And then the only other question I had for you, and this is for headlights. I don't think mine can be restored. They're just 
10 years old. Uh, Napa can sell you new ones, actually. They actually have a really good line on those. That's the best way to do it, John, just buy new lights. Okay, so you're saying then go with the Napa as opposed to, like, what you can get on Amazon? Uh, I think the Napa ones, quality-wise, are as good. Well, they're as good as anybody else's out there and better than a lot of the things you're going to get coming in from China. Okay, well, I wasn't going to buy something coming in from China, but I was looking at A lot of the ones on the Internet, that's where they're coming from. Yeah, and... That's the only nice thing about Amazon is it usually tells you where it's That's made. true. Correct. But, but no, Napa's got a full line of those. And, and again, the warranty side of it is as good as you're going to get. That's the other reason to buy it there. Okay. And last question. What was the question of the day? I didn't hear it. I must have been what model? It. What vehicle did you really love and enjoy that you thought was the best that was great until they made a new model and screwed it up? Oh, I, I, I never... I don't know. I, I couldn't answer that one because, you know, I'm a Dodge truck guy and a Dodge car guy for a year. So, oh, um, oh here's what they did. Chrysler did it when they couldn't figure out a way to get the 225 Slant 6 to pass emissions anymore and got rid of it because that was the engine that would never die. True. You're right. It would run forever. Oh, and then the other one is when they took the 318 or the 5.2 and went to this 4.7 in the pickup. Another good example. Because the 318 was another engine that didn't know how to die. True. <laughs> good point. <laughs> hey, John, have a good weekend. You too, man. Appreciate you, John. Have a great one as well. And we'll be right back, guys. Don't go anywhere. We'll come right back. Uh, Tim and Longmont, we've uh, got another call coming in from producer Ann as well. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Home values are rising 8, 10, and 13% in some areas. Trying to buy it but keep missing? Take AIM to show you how to make sure you're at the top of the list. Don't think you have the money to cover appraisal gaps? Let us show you options. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and operated since 2001. We know how to help. Rates will continue to stay low. Values will continue to increase. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Many have refinanced out of their 30-year mortgage and now have rates in the twos. Lower payment, shorter term, and they're saving thousands. Are you paying more than 3% on your debt? Convert those to a lower rate and keep more of your money. 720-895-0500. Self-employed and been told you don't qualify? Nonsense. There are many options. Talk to us and see why we've been helping those self-employed for years. Our customer service is unmatched in Colorado. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where it's all about you. NMLS 298191. For years now, you've heard me talk about Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Hey, this is Scott Watley, and yes, for almost 20 years, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center has been taking care of our pets. From medical, grooming, boarding, and even training, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center is your one stop for all of your pet's needs. Not only is their facility state-of-the-art, but now you can download the free Lone Tree Vet app and visit their online store for your pet products and pharmacy needs. You can also have your very own pet portal. Plus, don't forget to read their blogs at LoneTreeVet.com. Do you take your dog on hikes? Check out hiking the trail safely with your dog. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe all pets deserve to have a good life. Call today 303-708-8050 or check them out LoneTreeVet.com. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. 
but you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E, P, R, as in engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. Golden Eagle Financial goes beyond money management to help you invest your assets wisely in preparation for retirement. You may be in that tricky phase where you're still working, so you want to make sure that your wealth will continue to grow, but you're also getting close enough to retirement that you might want to consider moving some of your nest egg into safer alternative accounts where you can't lose principal, but enjoy tax-free income. Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial will help you balance risk and reward now before you retire to maximize your income in retirement. Financial advisors who only manage your assets don't create retirement plans. Al Smith is licensed for investments and is a fiduciary. He will help you weigh how much of your wealth to invest where your money can grow versus how much you want to keep out of the market entirely. KLZRadio.com money. Planning with purpose. Advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. All right, we're back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Tim in Longmont, you're next. Yes, good morning. Good morning, Tim. Hi. Uh, a few weeks ago, you were talking about a stop leak product for radiators that you liked, and I uh, forgot to write that down. If you could... K-Seal. you remember what product? Just the letter K. K-Seal? K and then Seal. K-Seal. Napa sells it. Okay. It should be on the shelf. Good. Okay. Uh, I also have a generator that I inherited. It's about, a, I think, a 4,000 watt. Okay. Uh, it hasn't been run in, I'd say, at least two or three years. It does have some old gas in it, so I'm going to replace the oil and, and the gas. Is there anything else I should do to try to get that running? Uh, might want to pull spark plug out and clean it off good just to make sure that old gas isn't in there. Other than that, no. Okay, maybe, good. Maybe get a spare park spark plug just in yeah, case you never hurts that one to have, out. Yeah, thank you, Steve. <laughs> never hurts to, especially knowing what you do with a generator, never hurts to have one of those. And typically, you know, get that get that spark plug, leave it in the box, tape it to the generator somewhere so you just always have it there. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's good because when you need that stuff, you need it. And you never can that. find out where you put it, so just tape it, you know, use some duct tape and tape <laughs> it right to the generator. There you go, duct tape. What would we do without it? Exactly. Uh, on on the vehicles. Uh, okay, bro, hang on, real quick. I gotta, get, I gotta shove something in there real quick. By the way, if any of you have okay. never used this particular duct tape product, and you really want duct tape that works and sticks, Gorilla Tape makes the best duct tape known to mankind. By the way, for everybody listening, it is by far the best. Well, all, all their products seem to work pretty well. They do, and they, they, and they, no joke, everybody listening. They've got the best duct tape of anyone out there. Period. Good, good to know. So there you go. Uh, on, 
on on the vehicles, I think it was 80 or 81, uh, when Ford changed the body styles and the frame and everything on their pickups, uh, those, those, that new generation were pieces of junk. Yep. Great example. So, yeah, the other one when it comes to yeah. Ford was, yeah, they had a really great product in the Mustang. They do the Mach 1. They get all the stuff going, and it's really working well, and then along comes the Mustang 2. <laughs> you just want to throw up. Yeah. Well, yeah. they had a couple with turbo, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. but it was still terrible. I mean, and then, you know, they finally did a little better when they did the Fox body, and then it kind of started getting better and better again after that. But that Mustang 2, you know, you talk about a, a vehicle that just was not anywhere as close to what it should have been. Holy cow. Right, right. Uh, I've got a question for your insurance man there. Yes. I've got an old Blazer that uh, it's all original. It's in very good shape. Want to sell it? It's got collector plates on it. You want to sell it, Tim? No. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll keep you in mind. (laughs) Okay. Whenever whenever I go somewhere, that's that's the first thing people ask. I'm sure. You get that question a lot, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, To insure that, uh, I've just got it up on with my other vehicles, and I'm, I want to get a separate policy for it because I only put a couple thousand miles a year on it. How would I go about setting a value to give to uh, the insurance company to insure that? You, we can go up to 40000 without an appraisal. So if you do a little bit of research and decide, hey, I'd, I'd like to insure it for fifteen, twenty, twenty-five thousand. it's really simple, and it's going to be twice the coverage of what you have now because they're probably just insuring it as a blazer to reinsure it as a collector right. car and then it'd be right. an agreed value to whereas if something happened to it we've already set the value up front to where if it's at twenty five thousand that's what you're going to get in return and that coverage i mean the the premium's going to be you know 150 dollars a year versus 700 a year right right okay uh i've also got a couple other older vehicles an old grand cherokee and a uh Windstar van that uh, I want to just get just liability on it. That's all you need there because there's no value on those. That Those are two vehicles that have literally no value, Tim. So, yeah, all you need is liability on those. Right. Okay. Well, good information. No, perfect. uh, Have a good day. You too, Tim. Thanks a lot. And if you go to sell the Blazer, please, (laughs) please let us know. Producer Ann joining us now. Producer Ann, welcome. Hey, John, I'm so excited you're doing my question today. Yes, I am. I wanted to call in with the evolution of the question. Okay. So as you guys know, I have this 2001 Honda Civic that I bought for my kids, ended up driving, and fell in love with it. So I bought them something better than what I have. So I'm out in Denver, and people have asked for this app, too. It's called Turo, T-U-R-O. I'm out in Denver, and I'm renting a Civic from this person. It's a newer one, about 2013, 2015. I'm like, oh, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. I don't have my big windows. I have a front end and all this. And then I was riding in the studio with John later, and I'm in this almost $60,000 car, and I'm looking around, and I said, uh, John, I hate to say it, but this rides just as well as my 2001 Honda Civic with the new tires you told me to put on, and I'm $58,000 ahead. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Great example. So anyway, I absolutely love my car, and I was talking to my friend Joe, and and he's like, oh, you're getting your refi done. Then you go buy a new car. I'm like, I don't want to buy a new car. I love my car. Right. So my whole plan is is that I am taking my Civic out to Denver so it can last forever because I have all the guys at Colorado Auto Select that can take top care of it. Yep. 
So I would love to know what other people's vehicles are that they totally love. Okay. Because I love my little Civic. You're on. So, awesome. That's a great question. That's all You're that good. is. No, appreciate it, Ann. Great question. We'll see you this week, by the way. Yeah, thanks. Have a all great right, day. All right, you too. Bye-bye. All right, again, question of the day. What is one of those vehicles we've mentioned a few so far that was really, a, you know, you would say was one of their best vehicles, if not the best, until they came along with another model and screwed it all up. And there's a lot of these, by the way, that we could go through. Uh, I almost, well, I will say, the last caller, Chevy Blazer, they've never built, in my opinion, another Blazer since they really stopped making them in, what was it, 87? <coughs> the square-bodied Blazers. I mean, they kind of made them after that they were more of the yukon tahoe end of things it really wasn't a blazer after that because it was it was so modern it was no longer a blazer and till they came along with now what they call their chevy blazer the little four-door suv which frankly is about as far as from a blazer that you'll ever get it's more of a cross between a uh, toyota rx and yeah, my wife has one <laughs> grand cherokee and, and they're great vehicle i'm not I love them but, but it's, it's not, not a blazer, blazer. it's not no, a blazer it's not a blazer so why in the world they named it that I, again i can't tell you why gm does some Recy- of the things recycling they the do. name not the car yeah and if they're going to recycle the name save it for an actual replica blazer like what ford did on the bronco okay. if you're going to do it do it right don't be dinking around like chevrolet did but just my just my two cents by the way Mine was the the T bird, the evolution of the T bird. I mean, you remember those in the seventies, those big giant ones with the, and then you know you think about it, what it was like. Now they kind of brought it back a little mm-hmm. bit, and I don't even think they're making it anymore. It's are a they? Great example, but uh, great example. So they, yeah, they're not making T birds anymore, are they? No, was they had that one little run out. Was yeah. it six that they stopped? Yeah, I think I think like, six was the last year for the funny looking one. It was they tried to make it look like the retro one. Yeah, retro it a little bit, and and it was it was they did a good job by the way. It just never took off. <laughs> Car never sold. So, and they've never gotten to be worth a lot of money. Actually, T-Birds in general have never gone up. Like, if you take a whatever year T-Bird and take its equivalent of, Cor- you know, the Corvette equivalent, the T-Bird is worth, you know, a, in some cases a tenth of what the Corvette is, at least half of what the Corvette is. But in a lot of cases, it's even less than that. So, all right, we'll come right back, answer that question. What's a really good, solid vehicle they built and then screwed it up with a new model? We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Napa a Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. This is probably the only winter that Absolute Electrical Heating and Air will recommend replacing your furnace early rather than repairing it. They want to protect you from weeks without heat. Because Absolute Electrical Heating and Air only sends technicians to your house, not salespeople, they normally prefer to fix your furnace. They enjoy the fun of problem solving, getting an old furnace back in working order. They will gladly come back again and again to repair your furnace, extending its life and saving you the expense of a replacement. This winter, however, Absolute Electrical Heating and Air is one of very few HVAC companies with furnaces still in stock. Right now, your old furnace is working fine because it's not very cold outside. As soon as the temperatures drop dramatically, and you know that could happen any day, your furnace will need to work a lot harder to heat up your house. That's when it could die. Replace your furnace now. 
720-526-0231. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. The team at Extreme Auto Repair takes care of their customers because they can. In order to earn the Napa Auto Care Gold Certification, Extreme Auto Repair in Parker passed rigorous scrutiny testing the quality of their customer service. Hundreds of legitimate Google reviews, master technicians, digital vehicle inspections. Then, COVID-19 caused delays in the supply chain and nationwide part shortages. Once again, the team at Extreme Auto Repair stepped up to the challenge. They believe you do what you can for the customer. So they're staying in touch with suppliers on a daily basis, planning ahead to stay in stock. Thanks to their long-standing relationships with vendors, they have the ability to protect their customers from supply chain issues. So they're doing it. It's the right thing to do. Call them, 303-841-1071. Extreme Auto Repair in Parker. Promises made, promises kept. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm. But you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Nigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. Steve Horvath from Gito's Auto Service with us today over in Littleton. Paul Lewinberger from American National Insurance, who's been uh, really a sponsor of ours for a very, very long time, and we appreciate that very much. Any questions for Paul, by all means, give us a call, and uh, we'll talk through it. We're going to talk rental cars today as well and how that insurance works, because that's why Paul's here, was really to kind of dovetail into last week's. We got into that for, gosh, almost all three hours last week talking about rental cars, because somebody called in, and it just started this this barrage of phone calls in regards to rental cars. So we'll get into that in a minute as well. Jeff, though, is up next from Western Montana. What's going on, Jeff? Hey, good morning, all. Good morning. Um, I have <clears throat> I have three vehicles that are uh, over 15 years old. And so my question kind of centers around uh, when is a vehicle a, considered a collector vehicle and how many miles can you put on a vehicle that has only collector vehicle insurance on it? Great question. Go ahead, Paul. This is right up your alley. <laughs> so typically, most companies, it's got to be 25 years or older. 
for the rental car for uh, collector car insurance. But with American National, we have modern collector car insurance, so it doesn't matter what the age is. And usually they they monitor those miles to where you're not going over thirty thousand miles every three years. But most people, which most people aren't going to anyways, because that's just a given with what you're driving. What do you have? Um. Well, my actually my daily driver is a 2007 Ford Explorer Sport Track, and I've just I've driven I, I just love that truck. But uh, my wife has actually she has two vehicles. She has a uh, 2005 PT Cruiser convertible, and uh, we're just about to take possession of a 2004 Chevy SSR. Yeah, so, and you could you could do that PT Cruiser as a as a collector car with it being a convertible. How many miles is on it? It has about 82,000. The uh, SSR has only about uh, 4,500. Oh, yeah. Which is one of the reasons we got it. Yeah. Yeah, those both would qualify. And okay. that, pre- that premium is not going to be very much. And that would be that would be a comp collision and liability altogether? Yep. With an agreed value. So you just need to... We're up in Montana. I'm not a, a licensed up there, but if you go to... A is an Apple, N is a Nancy, PAC.com, Ampac.com. You can find a local agent and they can hook you up. Okay. Yeah, we're uh, actually just about an hour, hour and a half north of Missoula, just at the bottom of Flathead Lake, about an hour and a half from Glacier. Oh, nice. Very so, nice. Uh, horrible place to live. Yeah, it's <laughs> awful. It's just like, uh, it's just like uh, we, we spent 28 years in Colorado Springs, so I say it's just like the Springs, except. You have more oxygen and fewer people. <laughs> so, Nothing wrong I with have that. A question for you. I have a question, too, for you, John, along sure. that line. Um, how often should you run a vehicle that you don't drive very often like that? I mean, I know we've talked about you know putting them in over winter in the garage and that sort of thing. Depends on how they're stored, really, and, and I say this, and I and really mean this. If you store it in indoors where you've got even somewhat of a climate-controlled environment i'm not saying it has to be heated to 70 degrees every day and you know be that that type of an environment but you know where it's heated and it's not getting those huge huge temperature swings if you put some of the bg supercharge in the tank literally jeff uh, keep the battery up with a battery tender you could pretty much start and drive it whenever you want to but if you do those things it really typically will fire up within a year to two of doing that i mean the days of having to go out and actually fire it up and start it uh great example Everybody says, well, you know, you got to get the oil circulating. You need to do this. You need to do that. So my dad, the other day, he's got a flathead Ford engine that I don't know. I mean, flathead Fords. I mean, they haven't made those things in, I don't know, how many decades now? Uh, decades. Yeah. Let's just say that. It's been a long, long, since the 40s. They haven't made them since the 40s. So in this particular flathead probably was rebuilt. He's, he's guessing probably Jeff somewhere in the 70s and probably hasn't been touched since and has been sitting outside since so i mean this thing on the outside you're looking at it, it's just it's just been one big hunk of rust is what it looks like now it's an engine so internally it's it's not going to have that and, and the point being if everything is sealed up and moisture isn't getting in the engine he pulled the pan off of that flathead and i looked inside and guess what there's still oil all over the crankshaft 
all over the main bearings, all over the rod bearings, all over the underside of the pistons. Bottom line is, and I know Je- I know Jeff just hung up. He, he lost us there probably on a cell service. But bottom line is, that oil in that engine didn't go anywhere. It's not going to go anywhere. So this old wives' tale of, you know, you got to get out there and fire that thing up every month or two is exactly that. It's a wives' tale. They will run after sitting for several months, if not a year or longer. And how do I know that? Because I have some that do that. I think the only thing you put some BG MOA in there. That's all you got to do. Yeah, if you put a little MOA in there, that would keep it pretty good for those first few seconds. And in today's modern oils with They're you so know high-quality filters and the full synthetic and so on, it's just... It, it's not necessary to have to go do some of those things that we once had to do with classic cars or cars in storage. It's just not needed anymore. If you're storing it in an indoor basis, like I just mentioned. Now, outdoors, some of those rules change a little bit because of the swings we get and the condensation that can come. But even then, I just gave you the example of an engine that sat outside probably in somebody's yard for I don't know how many years, and yet you still pull the pan off and it's got oil in it. 40, 50 years. Exactly. And so it just shows you folks that that oil's not going anywhere. John and Lake, what's going on? Hi. Uh, I'm looking at getting a new truck, uh, be it Toyota uh, Tacoma. and uh, Better get it ordered now, John. <laughs> yeah. And what do you think about it? Are those bug deflectors a good idea? No. They're, that, that's another thing that's changed in, in our world. Uh, most of them will detract from fuel economy and really don't do much in the way of deflecting bugs off the windshield like they once did. Uh, they do lower fuel economy in most cases, and they're even getting harder and harder to find just because of everything I said. There's only oh. a few companies even building them now. I, I think that, you know, I would go with the clear bras. It's the only so, way to go. Something that, like that. They yep. have different styles. Maybe get the whole hood instead of just part of it, partially. That was my next question because you hear about the clear bra, but I've never understood. They work. It's a clear film for everybody listening that doesn't have, doesn't know it directly, not that everybody would, but think of it, John, as thicker window tint that goes over the paint of your car that's completely clear. It doesn't yellow. It doesn't have fading like, like what a lot of other products would have. It literally stays on the car until you peel it back off. Well, where do you go to get that done and, and get it done well? It needs, it needs to be installed professionally. I do have some folks on the west side of town that can do that for you. I don't have them as a sponsor, but just send me an email, and I can send you where to go. Great. And, right. and, what I, and, and I really did mean, I wasn't really making a joke or being tongue-in-cheek, but when it comes to buying new vehicles today, folks, if you're thinking about buying anything new, get to a dealer, get to somebody you can work with, get your name on one, get it ordered, because the chance of buying one out of inventory is going to be really slim. All right. Well, thanks again. And by the way, John, if you find one in inventory, you're going to pay a premium because they've gotten one that actually is now sitting on the lot. They can charge a premium for somebody that didn't take that time to order ahead and so on. You typically can make a much better deal right now with a dealer by ordering ahead, putting your name on it, even giving a small deposit, which most of the time isn't going to take much, 100 bucks or so to get one ordered. You don't need to give them much to get one ordered and get your name on it. All right. Thank you. Okay. So do that, John, and that's the way to go. But, yeah, I drive by some of these dealerships right now, and I'm trying to figure out how these guys are even surviving. I mean, there's there's used cars. That's that's all that's on the lot. There's rarely a new car even there. So Warren and Cheyenne, you're up next, sir. What's going on? What are you doing, brother? I'm doing well today. How are you? (laughs) Getting ready for winter. Yeah, it's coming, isn't it? Yeah, I got the snowblower, the ATV already. Nice. 
What are they predicting for you guys uh, tomorrow night? Anything good? Oh, who knows? Yeah, I know. It changes. But it's going to be, for for all of you listening, it is going, even down here, going to be a cooler week this next week. So we're, there's some days not going to get out of the 40s. So it it definitely is, it's that that change of seasons now. Yeah, I had to blow out sprinklers yesterday. Well, I I was a little lazy, not bad. No, you're fine. You're good. (laughs) You're good. But I got to, I got to change out that check valve. It's old. It's like me. <laughs> You're doing great, Warren. If I'm doing as well as you are at that age, I'll be happy, sir. No. You know, I had that Cooper blowout on the little truck, and the trucks are fine. But uh, that got situated, so I was pretty happy about that. But that's the first Cooper I've ever had that blew out on me. Wow. Yeah, that's not normal. No. But uh, all in all, everything else is going pretty well. And uh, just laying low. Awesome. Incognito, brother. You, you, uh, will your work pick up or go down as you head into winter warm? You know, I don't take on as much. Okay. Piddly things, yes. Things I can do inside, yes. But I don't take on large jobs. Uh, outside. Don't blame you. No. Good. So everything else is good, bud. Good. Good, good to, to hear, hear from you, voice. man. Love you, Warren. Take take care. Stay safe. And uh, Randy, hang tight. We'll come right back and take your call. And we got lines open three zero three four seven seven fifty six hundred. Again, any insurance question, especially Paul Loomberger with us. He's not here often because he's got a life and other things to do besides hang out with us on Saturdays but we appreciate the time he does give us so if you got an insurance question call us we'll get you right on air you can text us as well 307 282 we'll be right back Drive Radio KLZ 560 At Napa we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better from the bacteria killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new adaptive one brakes and every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. Modern windshields help protect the occupants of your vehicle in the event of a collision, so quality counts. In today's vehicles, your windshield has become a structural component of your car. The glass requires a specific amount of pressure to keep your windshield from literally popping out during impact. Even the quality of the resin that glues your windshield to your frame can make a difference. Since they invented windshield repair in 1972, Novus Auto Glass has continued to perfect their technique. Unlike most of their competitors, Novus can repair cracks up to a foot long without sacrificing the integrity of your windshield. Industry-wide delays in the supply chain have forced manufacturers to limit the quantity of glass they sell to individual shops, so you may need to wait longer for a new windshield. The sooner you contact Novus Auto Glass, the better chance you have at saving money with a repair. Contact a Novus location near you at klzradio.com forward slash glass. The rebate program with American National Insurance saves everyone money by incentivizing responsible money management. 
Depending on the cost, customers of Paul Leuenberger will sometimes choose to pay out of pocket rather than making a claim because they'd rather receive the sizable rebate at the end of three years than pay their deductible now. As a result, American National Insurance tends to pay out fewer claims each year compared to the competition, which is in part what gives them an A credit rating. American National Insurance then passes along that benefit to their customers by keeping their rates as good or better than their competition. With other insurance companies, you'd need to purchase extra rider policies at additional cost in order to receive comparable coverage. But American National Insurance rewards personal responsibility. Call Paul Lewinberger now for more comprehensive home insurance coverage at remarkably reasonable rates. 303-662-0789. 303-662-0789. Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The performance oil service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. BG. RoofMax is the fountain of life for your roof and will bring your shingles back to life. The natural oils in the asphalt protect your roof as weather and temperature cause the material to expand and contract daily. This oil gradually evaporates over time, causing your shingles to dry out and lose their flexibility. You may start to see your shingles cracking, breaking, streaking, and curling. Granules may begin flaking off. RoofMax could reverse minor curling, cracking, and granule loss to make your shingles like new again. The water-soluble plant-based treatment extends the life of your roof by at least five years, guaranteed. Call Dave Hart now for a free assessment of your asphalt shingles. 303-710-6916. He will go anywhere from the eastern slope to the eastern Colorado border and from Cheyenne to the southern border. Mention Rush to Reason for $100 off your treatment. 303-710-6916. All right. Drive Radio KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. Randy, you are up next. What's going on, Randy? Hey, uh, I got a question for both you guys, but my car is a little more important, so I'm going to ask you first. Uh, Who's first, me? Uh, <laughs> uh, John. Okay, go ahead. Mr. Rush, Mr. Nodo. Anyway, I, I can go down the whole list, but I'm not going to do it. But I've done everything that I can do on my end of the table before I take it in for a smoke test, choke, whatever okay. you want to do. Uh, but anyway, uh, when I put the new uh, purge valve sensor in, uh, I asked, you know, the computer ticking is normal, and they said it's it's normal. And it, the one I put in is just as noisy, if not noisier. But you got to remember the '99 Jeep Cherokee is kind of a tin can. There's not right. a lot of insulation. Right. Uh, so I'm going to take that with a grain of salt. But it did say that you might you might want to try and quiet it. You might want to spray it with a little bit of a, what they call it a, a MFP cleaner or whatever the mass flow air sensor might want to give a little dab of that let it dry see if it quiets it 50 50 but here's the thing on my old one i didn't think about it maybe that one i should have tried i'm told miles this one is brand new from napa i doubt there's any dust in it so i mean is my pretty low on the end of making that thing quiet down by spraying some map map uh spray in there or should i just deal with the noise turn up the radio <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, without I, hearing I it, spe- without hearing it specifically, that's a tough call for me to make over the over the radio, Randy. Yeah. I don't know, honestly. Just, so, so, what is ticking? Yeah, it just sounds like a time bomb. Well, the old one was ticking, and the new one was ticking, and it's about the same, you know, volume. Let's say you got a volume two, whatever. It's there. Your mass but airflow sensor ticking. It, it's normal. It's the uh, purge valve canister. Oh, oh, okay. okay. I don't think I. And again, so I, I without hearing I it, that. but I, that's typically one right. of those areas where you want it dry. I don't think I'd spray anything in it. No, right. I mean, it's brand new out of the box. There's not even dust. I wouldn't think yeah. there's dust in it. So I, yeah, I wouldn't worry. Take that with yeah. a grain of salt. Yeah. Uh, until I take it in and see a guy, I mean, I won't go down the whole list here with you, but is it possible maybe I got a hairline crack in my manifold? Is, it, is that, that's, I, I mean, doubt it. If it's, a, it's on the silver on the bottom. I doubt it. That typically okay. doesn't happen. Okay. Only in the exhaust well, manifold. Well, yeah, typically not, typically yeah. not on the intake. I've never seen one of those no, crack on that vehicle. No, but by the way, the exhaust manifold has been replaced about two years ago. Okay, so that, and that's, that's normal. Yeah. Uh, that does crack. All right, well, anyway, let me, let me hit. Let me hit your insurance man up. Okay, yeah, no, go right ahead. You're, you're, that's what he's here for. Okay. Uh, I was with uh, American Family Insurance here in the Springs for like 20 years, and then when I had to move way out east, I guess they got a cutoff line, and they didn't have them, so I went with State Farm because, number one, they're, they're a name brand. But I guess my question to you is, and what I do like about State Farm, by the way, they're in every single state. I didn't ask about Alaska and Hawaii, but they're in every state, so can't go wrong there. Anyway, are, is American Family and or State Farm, are they quality places where you're talking about make sure you got a quality insurance company and blah, 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 and would I, they be considered a good insurance company? I think a lot of it just depends on your agent and what they're having you do and what type of coverages they're, they're you know, pushing on you or having you, you know, buy. Right. Yeah, well, 20-year-old Jeep Cherokee, you got full coverage on it and just, you know, make my payments every month. It's like anybody else. But as far as rep- reputable, I mean, are they? Mm-hmm. This is, they're not. You know, go, go and real quick, general, for, for, la, la, la. I can answer that too as, as well, Randy. You can always go look at the the rating. Every insurance company has a rating that is done by whom? Right. Paul, who does that rating? The, the used I, to, I don't remember. know if is it standards standards and poor still. They're all rated, is the point, and you can look right. up and see what is the rating of the insurance company. And yes, always go with a high rating insurance company, not one of the low rating ones. Yes, you want at least a four out of five star. Then I, I take it something like that, and I, if, or five out of five. Or and I know. haven't looked in a long time. I'm going to do it here at the break to find out exactly how they do that and how they rate them. But, but yeah. I, I think well, what you're if, you're saying though is honestly, I, you're not really buying insurance from the insurance carrier. You're buying it from a person who's taking care are. of you. And uh, and, it, and it's not a, it's not a five star. It's it's A plus plus A plus A A minus and so on. So you want to get into that okay. A plus or better ratings on an insurance company. But I guess what I'm saying is that the well, agent is going to be the one protecting you. That's correct. And helping you decide what they can offer you. I mean that you, okay. I, you know you know I buy insurance from I'll buy any insurance from whatever Paul's selling because right. he's because you know care. Paul. Right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Right. Exactly. So, Great uh, way to say it. It's well, relationships. I tell you what, I'm going to have the radio on for your whole show. So if if you look up uh, State Farm and maybe even the uh, American Family Insurance, go ahead and give a shout out, and I'll hear you on the radio. I will do, that. and it is it's Moody's, so. Fitch, Standard and Poor. They're the ones that do the rating on the insurance companies, Randy. Right. I thought you said you might take a minute and do it. So if you do, yep. just go ahead and say, Randy, they're both good. I'll right. do it. I appreciate okay, it, Randy. Have a good weekend. You guys. bet. You do the same, sir. Thank you very much, uh, Jeff. Welcome back. Sorry, I know you were in a dead spot there. 
Yeah, we're driving down to Missoula from Polson to uh, my granddaughter and I to watch the University of Montana Grizzly game with uh, my 88-year-old mother. Nice. Well, enjoy. Uh, yeah. Beautiful day to do it. It's just kind of one of those memory days. But uh, So, yeah, we hit a couple of dead spots there, and uh, I think I got the gist of it. I heard the uh, rusted block uh, oil portion of that. So, right. um, basically, my takeaway is just kind of, <clears throat> excuse me, say once every six months, once a year is the minimum for that? I think just to make sure that, you know, you're getting things, you know, circulated around, make sure the battery is staying up, you don't have any issues with your tender and things along those lines. Yeah, once every, you know, if you can once a quarter, fine, but even if it's once every six months, no issues there, you're fine with that. Okay, and then when you do that, you probably want to take it out and get everything up to operating temperature, right? Wouldn't hurt yeah. if, you, if you've got the ability to go drive it. But, again, you you don't have to. I mean, even if you just fired it up, let it idle for a few minutes, know that everything's going to fire up and work, and you've got no lights on and there's nothing weird going on, you could shut it right back off again and leave it. It's not going to hurt anything. Okay. All righty. And then uh, I think that was about it, I guess, uh and, and again, for everybody listening, that you know, your late model vehicles that you're talking about, Jeff, and I mean late model as in fuel injected and so on, you know, they're warming up very quickly. Uh, you know, they're going into you know closed loop way faster than they did back in the day. Uh, again, you know, for that thing to just sit there and even idle, you know, in the driveway for five, ten minutes, if you can drive it, great, so be it. But if you can't because you just don't have enough time or the ability or the weather or whatever, even that would work fine. Super. As usual, I appreciate all your wisdom. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate it very well as, as well. You give us a lot of information also, and I appreciate that. So Jeff up in western Montana, and he's got a great place he lives, by the way. And yeah, for a lot of you listening, you know, a lot of the older cars with carburation and so on, I know it's a little different. You can get some cylinder wash if the choke's on too long and, and things like that. But, but again, you know, for starting it a couple of times a year and not driving it, are you hurting anything on it? No, to just fire it up if you can't get it out. You know, some of you guys have vehicles where it may be old enough where you're not even carrying any kind of full coverage or anything like that. You may only have liability on it. In that case, then, you, you know, you probably don't want to drive it for fear of it getting damaged or what have you. Again, every one of you is in a little different scenario there, but if you've got things stored indoors, I mean, you look at all the museums that are out there. This is a great example. And I saw this the other day. There was a video that went around, and it talked about all these different vehicles in this particular collection. I can't remember which one it was, but, you know, they had been fired up, and, and it gave the, the exhaust tone of each one of these vehicles in this museum being fired up. Well, keep in mind, a car sitting in the museum is not getting – you know, they go in the museum, they unhook the battery, and that thing sits. In some cases, it could sit for several years before they fire that vehicle up. They then get ready to fire it up. They put the battery back together. They make sure things are charged up, make sure it's got fresh fuel in it, fire it up, and away it goes. They're not, believe it or not, there's nothing special going on, even on some of the exotics, there's nothing special going on with that vehicle to get it refired up. So it's not as intricate as a lot of folks think. Now, again, a museum has a nice climate-controlled atmosphere that it sits inside of, and that makes a huge difference. But a lot of you have that as well if you're keeping your car in your garage or in a shop or something along those lines, and it's somewhat heated. It doesn't have to be heated all the way to the 70-degree mark, but as long as it doesn't have those huge temp swings, you're going to be fine. So we'll come back, talk more insurance. we got lines open, 303-477-5600. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? 
Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.